this is Erica Glessing and you're joining me on The Erica Glessing Show wherein we are looking at the whole spirit of creativity and creative expression. This is something that I'm blessed to have without even trying. But the person I have joining me today, well, she's blessed to help others get into this place of creativity. So Lisa Murray is joining me. She, I'm going to try to get this right. She's an earth mystic. She's a creative alchemist, and she's written books about creativity. So I'm very joyful to have you here. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Erica. How are you? Yeah, and where are you in the world? Remind us. I know oh, you're. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm on, I'm on the Sunshine Coast in Australia. So um, oh, nice. Very beautiful part of the world. Yeah. Nice. I love it. And uh, we're just gonna mute my phone because. Don't you hate that when the phone rings right in the middle of the podcast interview? <laughs> What's a, what are some things that like, like, uh, here's something that bugs me. <laughs> here's, a, here's one of my pet peeves. Tell me, come on Here's one of my peeves. All right. It's a create when you're happy, right? Like, what if you're not happy? Like, like yeah. that just seems like such a big cross to bear to have to be, to have to be in a good place before I'm creative or, you know what I mean? Like, what can I do about that? Like, it seems like that's such a, um, such a lot of work to have to be in a good mood. <laughs> well, who said you have to be in a good mood to be creative? Right? Yeah. Like from my perspective, creativity is the thing that often pulls me out of the bad places, you know, um, it, it really is a thing where, you know, I think, okay, there's something that's really sad about what has happened to creativity in these last years. Instead of being something that was there for your, the nurturing of your soul, the nurturing of your being, the, the, the bliss of expressing who you are, instead of it being there for that, it's been turned into a job, another job, right? And it's kind of this thing of you have to be creative. And I, I feel like it's a really cruel thing that's been done because instead of allowing yourself to just go deep into the process and discover what's there, now people have slapped creativity with, you know, it has to have an outcome. And that makes it as miserable as everything else. And so... <laughs> Let's really get miserable while we're trying to get creative. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you know, there is so much pressure on people to, to deliver outcomes in this day and age. And truly, I, I think what's most important about creativity is that you don't use it for that. You, um, you know, for some people, of course, that's what it is going to deliver naturally. But that is very different to going, I'm going to be creative and it's going to fix my problem, you know? Right. Or really different The other energy. thing too with social media, like there's so, in fact, I just recently, we'll see if it's still down by the time this comes out, but I just deleted my whole Instagram account. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It was causing me to worry about it because it wasn't, I wasn't having that much fun on it and I wasn't enjoying, people were following me who already knew me from other places. So I had followers before I posted anything, but they weren't people that played with me there. Yeah. They were just yeah. people that saw my name at one point and clicked on it or something. Yeah. And I was having so little joy and I was like, wow, you know, I have joy on some of the other socials. Like I have joy on well, of course, podcasting, and then I have joy on Twitter. I have a lot of fun. 
and uh, Facebook has always sort of been nourishing. And I sat there and I was like, wow, this is no fun. I'm just going to delete it. And my life is fine. You know, I'm still doing okay. Like it's amazing. (laughs) It is amazing, isn't it? Look, I think this is the thing is the things we've been told should be nurturing and creative for us are not necessarily so. And the things that actually are, we've been told are too hard. They have to lead to an outcome. They have to make us money. And, you know, these are some of the lies that we're dealing with right now around creativity because creativity is very powerful. Creativity is hugely, hugely, hugely powerful when you set it free. You know, I was going to ask you about that. What are some things that can happen when you're living with a creative flow, like running through when when it's all just sort of like uh, organic? Yeah, well, I think, you know, the thing about creativity that I see is it can only exist when we're not resisting, (laughs) right? Because if you're resisting and you're trying to be creative, what you're going to come up with is not going to be that creative. But if you're just like in the flow, in the joy, (laughs) there's a real magic that emerges. Right. And what I would say is anything can come when you're not in resistance and when you're allowing the creativity to lead you. Wow, because there's this one horse that I've been wanting. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And I've been so resisting that urge to be a horse, to have a horse again. But as soon as you said that, I could see that in years past when I had a horse in my life, it was a source of gener. It was such, it was so generative. And, well, it, and, and it gave me so much creative expression because we always went on different trails and we didn't do the same thing every day, you know? Well, exactly. And, you know, horses are infinitely, um, I can't think of the word, but infinitely creative, right? Like for me, I've just got a situation arranged where I can go visit these couple of horses anytime I want and just sit in the paddock with them and ride. And it's been amazing because horses will clear your brain of all the shit, right? I so what exactly, what exactly it. are you yeah. resisting is my real question there probably. Yeah. But what I noticed, I've only been once so far, and what I noticed was the horse totally wanted some things from me, one of them. One of them was like, yeah. Carrots. She had some trauma and she wanted some energy healing. And the thing is, I just let her go to it. I just let her show me. She didn't want me to touch her. And I let her show me. I did what she asked. And then she came and just nuzzled me and nuzzled me and nuzzled me. And it was absolutely beautiful. And, you know, I didn't write a lot that day, but what I did write was perfect for that day. Wow. She she gave me an energy to write about. Tell us a little bit about that when you're guiding others through the writing and, and to the writing process, what are some things you can share with the audience if they'd like to write more or write more creatively? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, again, it's... I know you could talk for five hours, but... <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, absolutely. But what I would say is it's allowing it to come. And this comes back to not having an, an outcome. You know, so there's two parts to this, and I'll tell you a funny story. So a little while back, I decided that I wanted to run a membership about being wild-hearted okay and it was really interesting the the landing page the sales page for it was not really coming that easily but i was really determined because i was like this is the thing i want to do so eventually it got written i put it out there absolute crickets 
Now, in 10, 12 years of creating things, I've had one other thing that had absolute crickets. And I was like, well, this is interesting. What was this one about again? You kind of, I didn't hear you. This one was, oh, it was about um, being wild-hearted, really just living, being alive, being wild-hearted. And it was was hard to, and so you forced it out of yourself. Like you forced, yes, I forced yourself, it out of myself. yeah, and then it went, yes, I did. Oh, and then it's energy and just then it went, yeah, no way, yeah. Wow, anyway, so I was like, well, that's interesting. So then, yeah, I was like, well, fuck it. I'm oh, sorry, am I allowed to swear? Probably not. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't edit those, so it's in there. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, people listening, if you've got kids in the car. Oh, that's right. um, yeah, it was so interesting. I was like, okay, damn it, what am I going to do? And literally everything that, every bit of awareness that came to me was rest, stillness, nurture. And I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding. Because, you know, that's not my natural space. Like, <laughs> anyway. get your toes done. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All of that. It was That's how like, I respond. When, it, when I get okay. shown, like, get your toes done or something, I'm like, I am too busy. I have too much on my plate. I can't stop and do that. (laughs) And you know, this is how it is for all of us. And this is how we kill our creativity. So I did rest though, because I thought, you know, every other time I've got this message and I've ignored it, it hasn't gone well. I'm going to do something (laughs) different. (laughs) You know, I think the universe was well at last. (laughs) Anyway. So I did rest and I did play and I did chill out and do pretty much nothing. And, you know, when I do that, I often go down all the little rabbit holes, you know, on the internet that I've never been down before or that, you know, have been pulling me, but I've been ignoring because I'm too busy. And it's really funny because there was this one thing that was just pulling me. It was a session with a woman and I was just like, I'm going to do that. There's something about that. Because I can always sense when there's an, so when you rest enough and when you leave enough space, you can always sense when there's something really for you in something and she's an astrologer now i don't think i've ever had an astrology reading um personal one you know in my entire life until this time and she's a very different astrology astrologist i can't talk and anyway one of the things that she talked about a lot in that was in my chat was magic and i've got like oh of course i love magic you know and i'm not talking magic tricks for those who are listening i'm talking real magic you know and um and you know i've always been in magic's been my thing as well and what was very interesting was she said to me, you have to start a mystery school. And my first thing was, oh, you've got to be kidding. Because, you know, I'm not really necessarily a, a goddessy kind of lady. You know, that's not my, my, my natural style. Right. And so it was so very interesting. So anyway, I started looking at it with a, a very open mind. I was like, okay, if I am to do this, if this really is the thing for me, then show me a way that would be fun for me. Mm-hmm. And... What was very interesting was concurrently at that same time, I had gone away for the weekend with my brother and sister to celebrate my brother's divorce. And um, we'd gone to the bush, we'd gone bushwalking. And I had my photo taken with this really big tree and I was quite insistent. And they're like, what do you want that for? I'm like, I don't know, but it's very important, <laughs> right? And this is how creativity emerges. I don't know, but it's very important. I don't and- know. This is very uncomfortable. It's being shown to me. I'm going mm. to be a yes to it. It doesn't feel completely right. You know, I have to tell you something All crazy. I did a, um, I got invited. This one woman, she's been inviting me to these shamanic animal spirit meditations. She's been inviting me 
probably for seven or eight years. And I've never once said yes, but she's just a very patient person and I'm on her list and she just keeps inviting me. And she said, you know, Eric, I really would like you to come or something. And I was like, okay. So I I joined and then it was really interesting how resistant I was because I had to pick up kids in between. (laughs) So I only got like 15 minutes of the hour. Mm -hmm. During that time, I had a very, very, very powerful game-changing meditation. Game-changing. The mm-hmm. only 15 minutes, because I, I joined in the beginning, but then I had to leave, got my kids, came back. You know how that is, right? Mm-hmm. When you're just yeah, yeah. these little windows of yeah. time, and I'm not going to be on Zoom in a meditation while I'm driving, and I'm not silly. No, no. <laughs> well, exactly. I am silly, but I'm not going to do that anyways. And so I had just this little window and the most powerful experience jumped into that window. Like it was one little meditation window and changed my life. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it does. It does. Because, you know, that tree photo, it came into requirement a few days later and I ended up writing a tree called a tree, writing a blog. I can't talk. It's still early in the morning. Here. I ended up, well, maybe I did write a tree. I'm not sure. That's coming next. Yeah. We're quickly. precognitive together. Yeah, the trees are, would all like you to write about them. Thank you. Well, they would. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I had been. So what happened was I wrote this blog post called The Wishes of a Dying Tree, which went quite viral. And we now have a conversation, a group uh, called Personal Conversations with the Earth on Facebook that literally in a month has have almost 1800 people in it. And by the time Uh, this plays out next year, it'll be more of course. And uh, literally this tree activated for me, the mystery school. And I filled that mystery school. I I put a set amount of places for the first one because I was like, what am I doing here? How's What's this going to look like? It filled it within three days before we even started. And wow. the creativity and the creative energy for them in the mystery school is totally different to anything I've ever had before. And this is why I'm doing it because yeah. literally the downloads come in such different, different ways than anything I've ever had. And it actually has reignited my creativity in ways I couldn't have imagined. And that in ways that would never would have come if I had done it the way that I launched it. I'm just, you know, for anyone who's listening and I just want to let you know that you might not get messages from a dying tree. Like you might get messages from volunteering at the kindergarten class, or Mm -hmm. you might get messages from, you know, taking a, a class on something like just be aware that your experience, your road for the listener is your road. And so because as I'm listening to you, I'm like, gosh, that sounds like a really amazing experience. But like, that's not my experience, right? Like, no. I, I'll well, be inspired by something completely different that will knock my socks off. What else? Um, just we probably just have a few minutes left. So why don't you share just why don't you name a couple books people can get that you've written? Oh, yeah, sure. Well, there's my first one was called Stop Waiting, Start Creating, you know, and it really was designed to get rid of all that stuff that has you sitting in your chair numb yeah. and, and like just what am I going to do? You know, all the, all the stuff around procrastination. And of course, much of that is energetic. So, so that book is for that. And then Living Beyond Burnout was really for the people who were so into the outcomes, so into the doing, so into the, 
but I've got to, I can't do creativity, I've got to. Um, and, and we're exhausting themselves in the process, you know, because creativity is a great medicine as well. And so Living Beyond Burnout really talks about that. Yeah. So there you go. They're the, the two books that are there at the moment. And I am writing again, fiction. Fiction is coming. <gasps> oh, I can't wait. Yes. Oh my yes. gosh, well, I'm so excited. You know, yeah. all the magical, mystical stuff has yeah. to come out somehow. <laughs> Definitely send us that when, you, when it's ready and I'll, yeah. I'll add it to the interview. So thank you so much. If anyone missed, um, we've got with us Lisa Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y. She's a creative alchemist and she's got a magic school. So how exciting is that? A mystery mm -hmm. school. Mystery and, school, uh, mystery yeah. school, but it's magic. I can feel it. <laughs> it is magic. We've had extraordinary things occurring, yeah, even the first few magic. weeks. Like, yeah. it's pretty amazing. So, yeah, there is awesome. a wait list for that if it's not currently open when you hear this interview. So, sign up and we'll let you know when it's on because it's great, quite extraordinary. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank Thanks you, for Erica. coming. Alrighty, bye you. bye, everybody. I'll put some links for you if you're listening. Go to the podcast website, theericaglessingshow.podbean.com, and I'll make sure all the links to Lisa's stuff are right there for you. <laughs> bye.